0: to the world of tomorrow this is back to the futurama your podcast voyage through the comedy central reboot of one of the greatest tv shows fox ever canceled i'm mike and
1: i'm ben and today on our season break episode
0: we're doing a little q a yeah a lot of times for these opening bits i ask a question but this time it's you asking the questions listeners it's true uh
1: so we did sort of decide to do this kind of last minute yeah kind of on a
0: lark people had
1: about you know 36 hours if even that that's true to provide questions so thanks to the ones who provided questions Mm -hmm. and our apologies to the ones who would have liked to ask us a question uh but did not get the opportunity to do so um if you have more questions you can always hit us up. We've got contact info that you will have to wait until the end of the episode to Ooh, get Oh,
0: man. The teasers just, oh, I'm look, so excited for when, that contact information.
1: When you can't do grades.
0: So you got to look forward you gotta to something, have something the to look forward to. How about we grade our own Q&A at the end? Um, is that a little too self-indulgent? I don't know. Maybe, because... Depends on, I guess, if we give ourselves a good grade or not. Because my
1: <laughs> my Google Doc, with all the questions, is freaking out. Oh, no! So I feel like we've broken something in the space-time continuum by we- grading ourselves. I mean, we're starting in an F, I think. I mean, so far, we've admitted that we... <laughs> Waited too long yeah. to get actual questions from people, and we have had a technical malfunction with the mm-hmm. iPad, mm-hmm. and
0: uh, yeah, we're doing great. I do think that this is the world saying, hey, it's it seems like Mike didn't really have a disastrous opening bit. So li-
1: life gave us a disaster. <laughs> yeah. right.
0: L- life is like, hey, entropy, here you go.
1: Okay, see, so now I had to download... Uh, google docs app onto my ipad okay and it's given me a a whole thing a whole uh this is how you this is how you do it this
0: is how you dock it it's tuesday
1: night (laughs) podcast night (laughs) okay i've stalled i've stalled for time while downloading this app and so now we can do the real question oh wow
0: we can actually do the thing
1: (laughs) um the first question should definitely be why are you guys so dumb and the answer is who knows who knows it's how we were born Um, and how we will remain if you don't have any sort of disastrous opening bit we can get right on into the questions
0: yeah it seems like the world gave one to us so i think let's just let's just dive in i'm sure our listeners are very excited to hear what we have to say
1: Our first question comes from friend of the podcast, Tema, who asks, who is your favorite friend of the podcast? Hard hitting (laughs) questions. Well, so because uh, if you are a Patreon patron, you have heard by now probably our whole thing about (laughs) dreaming up if Barack Obama listens to our podcast or not. Look at that smooth segue into pitching the Patreon. So... Considering we don't know for a fact whether or not former president Barack Obama listens to this podcast. It's true. I'm going to have to say it's Tema.
0: You know, I it's it's hard to really like look down at that because, you know, like clearly we don't know. We do, we don't know who li- 100% who listens. You do cuz you're listening to us right now. And and former president Barack Obama just know that you are in the running certainly if you are listening to this. Uh, but yeah, I think it's imp- uh, I think right now, friend of the podcast, yeah. Emma is our the friend of the, the best friend of the podcast.
1: Although in fairness, it wouldn't be enough for him to simply listen. He has to declare himself friend of the podcast.
0: It's
1: like turning. Oh, I, y- I see. Like launching a missile from a sub, which is maybe not a great analogy. Analogy when you're talking about a former United yeah, States president. It's a choice but you, you have made. to. You have to turn your keys at the same time. Sure. He has to say. Hey Ben and Mike, I want to be a friend of the podcast and we have to say, yes, you're welcome as a friend of the podcast.
0: I can definitely see us saying, "No, former <laughs> President Barack Obama, you are not a friend of the podcast. Don't you even step on Tema. Get out of here, former President Barack Obama."
1: Anyways, we got a question from Carl.
0: Do we answer we answered the previous one where it's Tema. It's it's yeah, Tema. Uh, yes. Okay, good. We
1: have a question from Carl who asks With the end in sight, do you wish you picked a TV show with more episodes, fewer episodes, or do you think 140 or 124 plus four movies is about right? That's
0: a good question, actually. Um, You know, I I, I don't think we really thought too deeply about how much, how many episodes we were going to have to do. So yeah, I I don't really know um, off the top of my head. I, I, I mean, years at this point of us beginning this. So it was just like, hey, we really like to do talk together and we're funny and we want to talk about Futurama. And Ben already had the stuff from the the failed sandwich podcast, which still want to be a guest on, but that's a different discussion. Favorite sandwich, go. Chicken parm. Okay. Okay. I um, <laughs> came back quicker than I thought I would. Yeah, I think 140 is probably a good amount. It gives us a decent amount of room to you know figure out who we are with the podcast and what the podcast needs from us. I maybe a bit much cuz I think, you know, uh, I I don't know about you Ben, but I'm kind of like you know, uh you can definitely tell some of the quality of the later seasons are not as good. I, I certainly wouldn't sign up to do a uh episode by episode simpsons podcast but i i'd be doing that until i died uh yeah
1: 100 we would be we would never finish that podcast as long as we live they got renewed for like their 30th and 31st season or some crap like that
0: it would it would be like sign like we would be signing up for our death and it would the episode would be a death march um but no i think 140 is probably good if not on the higher side of what i'd be interested in doing
1: yeah, so I think that uh 140 is maybe just a touch too much uh for me. Um and I don't know how much I don't know how much that is the fact that I am so much more familiar with the original Fox run mm-hmm. than I am either the movies or the Comedy Central run. Sure. Um so I don't know how much of it is just like, well, we talked about all the stuff I really wanted to talk about and now we're sort of just finishing it out mm-hmm. but also That's fair. as as someone who um i mean i've haven't been uh, officially diagnosed but i probably have adhd if sure. it'll be real so this is like the longest project i have ever done for anything ever and so i'm
0: I'm glad that i could help you do that
1: <laughs> and so being at this point where we are what um uh we, we will have gone for three years plus a little bit mm-hmm. by the end of this podcast that is a uh, buck wild statement where we have had an episode almost every week that entire time. We mm-hmm. missed a few, but sure. you know, it happens. And yeah, just thinking about that amount of time and like, Oh man, that was so much. Um, so there is that little ADHD part of my brain. That's like, you're still talking about Futurama. <laughs> Holy heck, man. Yeah. Um, so, I think that sort of speaks more to, to me sure. that just, like, it's so many episodes. But, um, you know, I, I'm still enjoying it. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do more. Yes. Definitely. Like, I think this is about the limit that I would want to do in any sort of
0: uh, rewatch podcast. Yeah, I think uh, probably... Uh, s- Uh, seasons that are not seasons but series that have maybe about 100 that kind of like golden spot for syndication anyway is probably a better one for us to hit if we did if we for instance did the community podcast i think it's about that much and i think that's probably about where is reasonable for not just a podcast but for a a TV show cuz you just kind of the plots run out and what have you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you with with you know something that's 100 episodes, hopefully you're getting at the at the end it doesn't get the quality doesn't get too degraded so that it's still right. an interesting thing to watch and talk about cuz some of these episodes are have been this is fine. So going on that same
1: um because you mentioned uh doing uh like if we were doing a simpsons podcast right isaac asks what about futurama made you choose it for the subject matter of the podcast as opposed to say star trek or the simpsons
0: well as those that (laughs) listen and love the podcast know that we have no idea anything about star trek you wouldn't
1: want me talking about (laughs) star trek
0: we the Uh, times in which we have we've gotten yelled at
1: (laughs) a friend of mine does not listen to this podcast. like, uh, she's a friend on Twitter, Okay, uh, she does not listen to this podcast, she listened to one episode of this podcast, and it was because I announced that I said a lot of really dumb things about Star Trek, <laughs> and she listened, and then made fun of me for it, and Sure, I get it, I 100% get it. That's the narrow Star Trek reason. But yeah, but why Futurama specifically?
0: I mean, for me, it at least between you and me, it's a kind of a, a shared connection point. We both really love this show, even though there's some episodes that are great, some episode, I mean, that's going to happen with any show, but some of the highs are so high for us personally that I think it just, we were started talking about doing a podcast together and was like, oh, I'd love to be on the sandwich podcast again. Chicken parm is my favorite. Uh-huh. Um, second favorite turkey. Standard, did I, standard turkey
1: did, did i ever mention on the actual podcast that originally uh some friends and i were going to do a podcast literally about sandwiches i
0: feel like we have <laughs> i feel like we mentioned this at one point so
1: if i haven't mentioned it before originally some friends and i as sort of a joke and then it became less of a joke we're gonna do a podcast about sandwiches and i'm kind of glad we didn't do that because i'm like man that after format. doing after doing this for th- um, uh, almost three years i'm like cool a sandwich podcast has like six episodes and then we're done
0: yeah that's true so yeah i think it was just one of those things that's like we kind of looked at each other we've we've been hanging out for about six months a year at that point i don't remember i'd say
1: we'd known each other for about a year we'd been actually like hanging out uh for about six months
0: right and we just kind of like agreed that we both really love Futurama, and it just kind of flowed into it i don't think anything else would have done that except for maybe community right so
1: yeah, I think it's I think it's in part that we both just have that like it's where our Venn diagram of interests like really line up. Right. I think also for me I've been thinking about this a lot because uh Game of Thrones is wrapping up mm-hmm. and this like all of a sudden just this huge chunk of fans is just like nope, done with Game of Thrones. I have I have no love for it anymore. F that show like the, the the tide has turned a little sure. bit. I will um, say that,
0: w- speaking of quality drop, uh-huh.
1: So Go ahead. Now, I have seen precisely one episode of Game of Thrones. Okay. Because now a lot of people say it's because I'm a hipster, and so I don't watch what's popular simply because it's popular. But mostly, I just have sort of eclectic tastes. Sure. And so I have spent much of my life being told, hey, you are wrong because you don't watch... This show, right, um usually it's dramas i don't I don't tend to watch a lot of dramas, sure, so it was stuff like uh Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, although I did end up going back and watching uh Breaking Bad and sure. it did turn out to be very good, but so everyone has always just been like, Ben, Ben, here's the thing that you should definitely watch. And meanwhile, I'm like, but I like this show and people kind of give me a look like what, right. like whether maybe they haven't heard about it or maybe like I had a roommate in college who came in and I was watching Futurama and he's like, isn't that the show by the Simpsons guy? And I'm like, yeah, it's called Futurama. And you're like, blah, blah, blah. I'm super excited about it. And he was like, yeah, I watched like two episodes and I just, I just, I didn't really get it. And so Futurama has always been one of those shows for me. Sure, absolutely. Where, especially before an era of the internet, where we were just hyper-connected, and all I have to do is tweet a GIF of the Hypnotoad, and it gets a zillion likes, and people are like, yeah, Hypnotoad's great, even if you didn't win March Ocean Madness. But um, <laughs> especially before that hyper-connected era of the sure. internet, like it was always this thing that I always loved, and I wanted to talk about, and... Um, you know, it was only very select few people in my life were even only only a few people even watched it, let alone liked it on that same level that right. I did. Right. I think that's less true now because I just, you know, again, uh, we we've, a-
0: we've collected a, a, t- a Twitter following of people <laughs> um, that surprisingly like Futurama. So. Weird.
1: So when I think about a lot of the shows that I really love, it's that same sort of thing. Sure. Where there are like, I just want to be like, oh, man, like, remember that moment in that episode of Futurama where um,
0: where Lila did a specific thing or whatever.
1: Right. Like, oh, remember the episode where Fry gets those worms and becomes super smart and, you know, strong and all that. He's like Gumbercules. And then people are like, what the hell is Gumbercules? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. And then I look sad. And this is my excuse to finally say Gumbercules in a crowd and people to be like, hell yeah, Gumbercules. I love that guy.
0: Th- th- think of Ben as a guy who's standing outside with a big boom box and just says, it just has him being Gumbercules, Gumbercules. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's what Ben wants to do. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, being able to share uh, an interest and have you know different views on it certainly um makes makes this better i think than if i I know that some podcasts are kind of like i don't know if i like this thing let me watch it with you and Mm -hmm. go through it and i think that's a valid way too but i think getting somebody on board of let's talk for three years about futurama it's like oh i really love futurama i've already been talking about it for years i mean i remember in my dorm room i would be like i think that was uh, around the time the dvds were coming out the uh the uh the movies mm-hmm. so i was like like let's l- trying to watch it with friends and they're like no nah, we're gonna just play smash and and so i watched it by myself and i was like oh this is oh man uh-huh. and i didn't really have uh, a, a lot of people to talk to either even though i was with nerds so speaking
1: of podcasts where one person watches it and then the other person hasn't seen it yet and they try to see if they like it we got a question from uh, the folks over at Podventure Time.
0: I am um, not trying to make these segues. I yeah, swear you to God,
1: you don't, actually don't know any of the questions or who asked them. Um, <laughs> so you're providing me with some great segues I'm here, just, and I'm I helping dig you. It.
0: <laughs> Again, these, these segues
1: are probably the best podcast we've ever done. <laughs> Does this, the funny part is that you're probably right podventure time uh great podcast by the way if you like adventure time definitely mm. check him out it's fantastic um, you should go listen to it podventure time asks has watching futurama ever seemed like a chore sometimes pat gets less enjoyment out of watching adventure time when it feels like homework
0: you know that is a that is a feeling i can get i could definitely understand i do tend to kind of procrastinate on watching the episode um most of the time I'm like, oh, I should watch it the weekend before the Monday because we record on Tuesday nights. And inevitably, I am watching it in the car on the way home from work um, as Tema drives, friend of the podcast Tema drives. I'm not driving and watching Futurama and taking notes. That's too Mm -hmm. many things for a person to do. If
1: uh, former President Barack Obama wants to be the best friend of the podcast, he needs to drive you home from work. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a lot going on with that statement that I very much love and the patreon and the normal just kind of mash together. So I I certainly procrastinate, but that's not a new thing for me. I tend to procrastinate on a lot of things. I do think that sometimes I don't really have a grade in mind if that makes sense because I'm cuz while I'm watching it, I'm not really thinking about am I enjoying this or not with occasional like guffaws cuz something is very funny because Zoyberg did something or whatever. Um so I totally get it. Sometimes it does feel a little like I have to do my weekly homework to do this dumb thing. But when we're in, well, I say this dumb thing, the dumb interactions that I have with Ben. Plus um, some great segues. Plus this week, some great segues. So yeah, I I think when I get in the room, it's more, you know, when we're in the, the studio together, it's, it's certainly not a drag, but it like starting up the train can be difficult. Okay. I get that.
1: Um, for me, um, I ten well, I so I get uh I get home uh pretty early. I I work a, a slightly earlier shift, so I get home and I watch the episode immediately before recording. Uh, like ninety five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it all sort of gets wrapped up into the process of like you know get home, watch the thing, set up the studio, record. Um, so. I tend to not think of that aspect as the homework because like everything else is, you know, it's it's, it's all, all self-contained. It's all, yeah, it's all part of this process. But I will say that um, Futurama for me used to be a show that I would throw on when I didn't know what else to watch. Mm-hmm. Or if I like, it, it was great for naps because I didn't have to pay attention because... I knew the episodes so well. Right. Um, I'd throw them on and then I'd, I'd suddenly, you know, wake up uh, three episodes later and I got like a good long nap in. I will admit I have not actually watched Futurama for enjoyment since starting this podcast. Sure. Every episode I've watched has been uh, to do this podcast or Sarah and I were watching for a little bit um, when she was she no longer listens to this podcast.
0: Yeah, she was trying to hurriedly catch up on all the
1: Futurama. Um, and she was living in a different city and it was literally just an excuse to hear me talk. Um, and also Mike is there. And also Mike is there. But so for a while she was trying to catch up and so I'd, I'd watch uh, with her occasionally. But like for myself, I have not uh, watched Futurama just for my own enjoyment since starting this.
0: That's a great point, yeah. So
1: I do think that in, in that respect it does sometimes feel a little bit like homework. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't want to spend all day at work doing what you do and then come home and do it more. Right. You want to do other things. Sure. And so it's sort of that same thing. And I probably won't until we finish this. Yeah. And then I'll probably give it like a month and I'll be like, I miss Futurama. Yeah. And I'll probably (laughs) go back and do a rewatch.
0: Yeah. There'll be a cool down period. and And then I'll have this weird urge to take notes on it. But, but I, think it's you know certainly just a you know a once once we're done and we move on and do other things and we uh we're like do like on a random sunday it's like yes i do want to watch a, a futurama a marathon on fxx or whatever it is or sci-fi right
1: um okay we've got a quick question from caleb okay who has a better oh my george takei or hedonism bot
0: oh that that's interesting better that means i get to kind of decide what makes one better than the other because they're i feel like they're a little different i mean they're certainly different but they're like going for slightly different context sure wow that's a that's a deep one hold on
1: right a surprisingly deep question
0: yeah you you said it's quick it's not quick this is the not question
1: a- itself <laughs> is quick the amount of time you will need to ponder and uh run simulations in a computer and uh-huh so while you think about that i'm going to say uh george takei has a better oh my i like them both but hedonism bots very it's a very like He's about to to get his nipples yes. sanded. Like th- it's a very, very limited scope.
0: It's a very erotic oh
1: my. I feel like George Takei, you can do the weird nipple sanding. Yes. And but also like you can you can apply that oh my to other things. Sure.
0: Also also George Takei, please please add <laughs> us. Um Yeah, I think you're probably right that uh george's is more it has a wider <laughs> i don't know how to describe it. it it's not narrow in that kind of like this is for this one thing mm-hmm. but hedonism bot is certainly a one note character and it's all about that weird nipple sanding mm-hmm.
1: now i will say if i were to have one of them set to my text message alert on my phone i would go with hedonism bot though because like it's more unique. It's more unique. And again, it's it's sort of back, back to that, uh, that thing about how, like, you know, finding other Futurama nerds. That's true. Plus, the problem would be, because again, canonically, we don't know Star Trek. The moment someone hears my phone go off and it's George Takei going, oh my, they're going to want to try to talk Star Trek with me. And I can't do that. It's like any time I wear a bow tie places and people are like, obviously, you're a Doctor Who fan. Because that's why that's the only reason why, why anyone would why wear a bow tie. Else,
0: why else would one wear a bow tie except for the good doctor? And not, no, sorry, not the good doctor, the television show. Right. Doctor Who, the television so, show with the doctor.
1: So anytime I wear a bow tie... Somebody's like, oh yeah, Doctor Who's so great, huh? And then they like try to start talking to me about Doctor Who, and I'm like, Sonic Screwdriver?
0: <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog? Is that similar?
1: It's not one of our questions, but how about that Sonic trailer, huh? I
0: it is <laughs> it is a horror show. It, it is an abomination. I cannot wait to hate watch it. It's gonna be great. I I think I think uh if you think of it in terms of like what you're what you're talking about is more when it when, okay so again because it's so vague at better you're saying the hypnotode's better because you can Hedonism use it to, bot, or yes you said hypnotode no hypnotodes oh my is the best that we can he, all agree on he that he
1: programmed that he programmed you to say that didn't he all hail the hypnotode um if you've been hypnotode if you've been hypnotized by the hypnotoad, you're legally obligated to tell me.
0: <laughs> if you've been hypnototed, um, no, hedonism bot. I think, I I think it depends on to me vocal performance. And I think the hedonism bot "oh my" is a better vocal performance because it offers more range. Okay, where George's is just like him saying "oh my."
1: Okay, please tweet at us to let us know which. Oh my! You think it's better? Mm-hmm. I'm. We should do it. That's this be is our, a Twitter poll. Twitter yes. poll. Okay. Uh, so we've got a question from Laura, uh, of course the one who set up our our lovely fan group, League of
0: Jeremy's. which you should join if you're interested. It's very it's very fun. We we uh, we talk in there. It's uh, good stuff. she wants
1: to know what our favorite episodes were this season.
0: This season, uh huh um hold on i'm going to look it up <laughs> not newtopia not newtopia we went through that on the man it's hard to remember what is in this i mean if it's a back to the future episode i really kind of enjoyed ben fudged up even though you fudged up
1: <laughs> uh that was a surprisingly good episode. we got a lot of people who are like yeah, man, yeah that was a great episode yeah and i'm like cool I, cool i see how it is awesome
0: yeah if that's if, if we're talking f- podcast episode that was that's probably one of our best actually. Because <laughs> that was the the discussion of Claude's crib, right? Uh among other things, yes. <laughs> we had to f- we had to fill time somehow. My
1: favorite episode, uh my favorite Futurama episode of this season um is The Late Philip J. Fry. Yeah. Um because I think it is I think it's the most cleverly written um you get the the touchy feely emotion um with Fry and Leela. Uh you get the in the year 105 105 song. That's true. Um I think it's I think hands down it's the best episode of this season. Uh as far as my favorite episode of our podcast this season, uh yeah, it's probably been fudged up because <laughs> why not? It was yeah. it was fun.
0: I have I think I, I I I love having a question that I can literally be pointed to things I've said before on a podcast that hey, no, you didn't like that episode at all. But for whatever reason in my head I'm like I remember liking the Futurama holiday spectacular okay. as an episode. I mean you're you're the late Philip J. Fry is probably the best episode of Futurama in the season. I totally agree with you, but I do remember liking the future. on a holiday spectacular for some reason. Okay. I mean, you can, you can listen back and tell me why I liked it. Or if I didn't like it, you can tell me I'm an idiot. Either way. I don't care.
1: Um, along that same question, uh, she does have another question, which is what is your favorite disastrous opening bit for the season? And like, not to toot my own horn, but it's 70 foot tall vertical. Yeah. Leap.
0: It's 70 foot tall vertical le- leap. Cause I don't think Scooby don't, was a was an opening bit was it um no I think it, it was. was it was that was pretty good scooby don't was pretty good I, I do like the questions that are basically like hey what do you think were your best best jokes uh, thank please, you
1: please tell us about how great you are
0: um yeah i, I think uh mamu was also this season <laughs> mamu which was. is such
1: a bizarre but yeah no scooby don't was actually really good yeah as well i enjoyed um, scooby
0: don't because it it put me on blast for my brand entirely
1: so, but yeah, I think I think those two are are yeah. the best ones. I agree. Um, they're the ones that we remember, so they're probably the <laughs> yeah. best
0: ones. The other ones are probably actual disasters.
1: We have a question from a different mic. What? Uh-huh. There are different mics. Who wants to know? Have either of you played the Futurama game on Xbox or PlayStation? If so, thoughts.
0: We haven't. We've actually talked a little mm-hmm. bit about this. Um, about maybe f- watching the. The cut of it on YouTube where it's cut like a... Right. Because it was
1: supposed to be basically like a bonus episode. Right. Where it it sort of tells a story that uh, you would get in just like a a normal episode. Um, But I haven't played it uh, specifically because in that era of gaming, I was the weirdo who went with the GameCube. Sure. Because I am, as much as I hate to admit it sometimes, a hopeless Nintendo fanboy. Sure. Um... I think being
0: that is paying off now.
1: Oh yeah, I I love my Switch. It's super great. It's fantastic, great. yes. But I mean, and I I have no regrets about the GameCube because It was also it was It was a was, banger. You got you got controversial opinion, but uh, cuz some people really don't like it. One of the best Mario Kart's ever. Okay. Um That's du- uh double, double dash? dash. Yeah. You've got a, a great rendition of Smash Bros. It was the best one to date. Yep. You've got Eternal Darkness, which mm-hmm. was a great game, GameCube exclusive. So great if you haven't played it and you like weird, spooky games about insanity, like fantastic. So I have no regrets. Sure. But it does mean that I missed out on things like this because if I had access, uh, I, I'm i sure I would have played it. Sure. Um, and now, you know, I've, I've got a PS2. I could totally go back and, you know, I could try to track down a copy. I'm sure it would be doable.
0: Yeah, I'm but, sure there's some place in Portland that has a copy that's like 5 bucks. But yeah,
1: I mean, I I've I I just never had a chance when it was current and now I'm lazy and spend all my time recording and editing podcasts. It's true.
0: Um yeah, I I don't have the same like I was I was I had a PS2, so I don't have the same reason that you didn't play it. I just I I don't know. I it just never w- when it was out, it never was what what i was into um i tend to play a lot of sports games even back then just like kind of zone out and play sports that i like because sure that's also part of my brand but i you know those kind of like 2d platformers weren't super great on the ps2 there are some that are pretty good but then there are some that are really bad
1: yeah i mean it was part of an era where they were like the 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 transition was
0: tough from 2d to 3d
1: right um, and I, I feel like the, uh, cause like, for example, um, uh, I used to really enjoy, um, earthworm Jim mm-hmm. and then they had the 3d one and it was just, it wasn't great. Right. And so like, I also, um, you know, time, uh, makes fools of us all. We could go back and be like, Oh, this one was good or not. But at the time, you know, a brand new game, uh, costs a lot of money and you
0: were playing the crap out of it because you didn't have all that much and, money.
1: And, um, you know so I I in addition to not having the systems I don't know that I would have specifically just because I didn't particularly
0: trust that genre and style of game at the time sure, yeah um makes sense totally I there are very much hits and there are very much misses
1: if anyone has actually uh played that um, we would be curious to hear about your thoughts on it yeah because yeah neither one of us have actually played it so and at some point
0: we might I might I might end up going and watching the episode that it's been cut into. I'm sure it's been there's some cut of it in, sure. in YouTube somewhere.
1: Um, all right. We have another question from Carl uh who says, What is the best episode to introduce younger children to the world of Futurama? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a tough question because I feel like a lot of them are just like it can't be Bender heavy. It obviously. cannot be Bender heavy. It can um, It really can't. I mean, the the big question I think is: Do you go for something? Because Futurama has those sort of two modes where it's like all jokes, and then it's got the like we're being serious and right. sometimes sad and just you know heartfelt. Do you go for for a a kid? Do you go with something straight up funny, or do you go with the feelings? i i mean
0: i'm not trying to indicate and i I also don't know what necessarily younger means because that's a bigger slot if it's we're talking about four to five to six versus 11 to 12 we're talking about completely different what they're looking for but sure i think i think comedy is what Futurama tries to like you know is it, it is a comedic television show so even when it does go serious it's it's very much trying to be a comedic serious even if like for for instance the idle hands are 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 the devil's playthings are is very like character focused and really draws that feel out of you there's still tons of funny parts of that episode so even in the serious episodes it's still really funny sure i just mean um i mean my
1: my point is just it is a funny like, so solely funny episode going to uh, keep them more captivated? Or um, do you want to do something with a little emotion to, to be like, because, you know, I mean, we've talked previously about like Steven Universe, right? Right. Which has a lot of weird, funny, irreverent humor. And, but also it has these very serious, like, more serious than anything futurama has ever done Oh yeah way even counting way like jurassic bark which is saying a lot yeah like, definitely
0: first off definitely not jurassic bark definitely not jurassic bark no one should watch um, that as their first episode as i've learned on in my life and on this podcast so
1: um but yeah there are moments in in steven universe that are just like so gut-wrenching and so powerful right but you know, it is it is a show aimed at kids, right? Sure. So I think it's definitely something that in eras past, I think that a lot of writers assumed children didn't have the emotional complexity to, like, understand it and uh, connect with it or, or even just would be interested in it. I agree. And I think that Steven Universe and other shows, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, um, uh, uh, uh some later uh adventure time episode sure you know there's a lot of stuff that that clearly they can connect with
0: sure absolutely uh i my my thought is if if you're starting mm-hmm. and you're you're given this very one of the episodes that kind of like uh what is the the the, the, the Oh man, I I wish I knew the names of the episodes better. I should, considering I do a podcast about it. But the one where he finds uh, the the lucky clover. Oh, uh, luck of the fryrish. Luck of the fryrish. If you if that's the first one you watch, I'm not sure if you know because that comes in like third, thir- second, third season. Uh, I think I want to say third season. So there's a whole context of who all these characters are that you're just not getting. You're getting a very narrow slice of who Fry is and i want to. i and i think some of the previous stuff fills in some of the gaps and makes that more satisfying than just like here's your first episode it's the luck of the fryrish sure. so I, I, that's why i lean towards some of the not more inconsequential ones but more of the like let's get you onboarded before we start like hitting you with that cuz i i do i don't want to be the kind of like we don't need that you know kids don't want that kind of thing because i i think kids can definitely handle it and likely handle it better than some adults i I just i think there's also a discussion to be had about how to correctly or not correctly but how to really ramp somebody into those having the uh, emotional impact they are designed to have and not reducing that on your first watch okay that's Um, kind of where i'm at
1: yeah, I literally had
0: to look up episodes. I, I almost like the, the thing that keeps coming to mind is Fry in the Slurm factory.
1: Okay. I mean, I think actually I think that's a I think that's a pretty clever answer to be honest. Because I mean, I don't know if kids these days are still watching Willy Wonka, but like having something that very clearly spoofs on something that uh the kid has probably seen. Yes. I think makes a lot of sense. You get sort of the weird gross worm hiney thing, but like some kids, kids kids are, kids are all about butt humor, man. Mm -hmm. They farts and, and all that Mm -hmm. kids love it.
0: I I like how we're saying, yeah, kids love the idea of making jokes about farts. Don't look in our back catalog about how, (laughs) um, I, so yeah, I think that's a pretty good episode. Um. That's that's the one that keeps coming to mind. Uh, the first one I I remember uh, I caught I think I caught this one because it was a Twitter question or something. And I kept thinking, yeah, maybe I was may, maybe the devil's hands are idle playthings. No, no, that's a bad That's a bad one. Yeah, that's a that's a real bad idea. That, that literally argues against my entire point. But no, I think frying the slurm factory has a lot of stuff, and I think what what you've said is is important too. A lot of the references that Futurama does are going to be lost on somebody that doesn't have the same context. And, you know, Willy Wonka and the Cho- Chocolate Factory is at least seems to be somewhat ubiquitous. Sure.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think that's going to be my answer uh, as well. I think uh, Frying the Slurm Factory is a good place to start. Okay, we have a question from one Mr. Frank Nastyman, which is definitely not one I just made up. Mike, why do you refuse to watch the 1997 hit James Cameron film, Titanic? (laughs) Thanks for that question, Frank Nasty Man, who's definitely a real person that I didn't just
0: make up. I don't think it's a refusal at this point. It's just a, um, when it came out, I was, what, it was 97, you said? 1997. Mm -hmm. I was, what, eight? No, that's not right. I was nine. Somewhere in there and it okay. was just like not uh, the reason okay so my family went to go see it on christmas and i remember this very clearly cuz i was playing madden again on, <laughs> on 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 brand on freaking brand uh-huh. um and they're like you don't have to go it's i i it was like pg13 i think it did have boobs in it it's not that my family was like hey i definitely sat next to my mom while watching a movie that had more than than boobs Um, I've made some choices about going to see Jim Carrey movies, but at the same time, like, it was just like, Hey, if you want to come, you don't have to. And I was like, no, I won't play Madden. No, that's fair. That's where they have football. But I just feel like at this point, like,
1: cause that was, uh, 22 years, 22 years ago. It is my birthday
0: this month, but let's not, uh, focus on that too much. No, it's just it, it's one of those things that's just never come up and i don't watch a ton of movies like okay. i i go see when i'm looking back at the movies i've seen in the last like year it's surprisingly all marvel movies i mean it's not that surprising
1: when you consider they have like 30 million of them um that's fair i, have but I haven't like watched
0: any movies outside of you know outside of a movie theater either like mm-hmm. i don't i generally don't watch them i do watch serialized television like I do watch Game of Thrones, like you like you mentioned, and kind of am getting close to throwing it off the cliff. But you've I've, only got two I've more got episodes. Two episodes, and then we're all free, and it's great. Um, or good place. Or I watched Downton Abbey for a while because my wife really liked it, and you know it's it's good. It's fine. It's it it's got a movie coming out. We're gonna have to go see it. I know it. Um, but like I don't tend to watch movies unless it's like uhf but, but that's a that's a comfort sure. that's a comfort space for me um yeah no i was uh talking
1: with sarah about the marvel cinematic universe because uh the last one i've seen is civil war okay which is a long time it ago. was a bit
0: of a bit of a time um, ago yes
1: and so because she was she was like i want to talk to somebody about endgame but like you know i don't want to i'm like just spoil. like if i I need to watch like 19 movies <laughs> to catch up to just watch this movie. So, like at this point, it's on me. Let's talk Endgame. We will not be spoiling Endgame on this podcast. No, not at all. But it is. I pre spoiled it for myself because I don't. I don't want to be the guy who's like, "Oh, you can't talk about it to me." I just have 16 more MCU movies to watch.
0: I have three Guardians to watch. There There's, isn't even. There's, there's only
1: two. Okay, I was gonna say. Ha, I, see, I knew I was behind, see. but I was like, "Wait, there's a third one." There's going to be, but that was that was a check, my friend. And I failed. Um, no, that
0: succeeded. I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that's an acceptable answer. I just, I'm surprised. I mean, Frank, nasty man, is surprised that Cl- anyone.
0: Clearly, I can tell Frank is surprised. <laughs> it's all. It, I, 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 I know <laughs> as our uh, as our friend group has a big list of movies we need to watch all together, and it's on there.
1: Yeah, but all the movies that I uh, have put on there, I like more than Titanic. Sure. So.
0: Yeah, we watched... I had never seen The Big Lebowski until... And now
1: you've seen it, and thanks now to seen me. It. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and, and you're still friends with me, and, so that's a good thing.
0: And I got some references in a movie that I will not talk about any further. Got
1: another quick one from Carl, who says... Okay, I thought uh, you were going
0: to ask another one from Frank Nastyman. No, nah,
1: he only gets one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We got another one from Carl that just says which character would make the best spinoff series, and he says the correct answer is, of course, Scruffy.
0: You know what? He's not. I mean, with how uh, popular The Office was, he could probably make that work. Mm -hmm. So, okay, we we clearly know who number one is. Who's number two?
1: See, I would say the best spinoff series. Okay, I've got two answers. Okay, I, I could go. I could see this going either way. One, Hermes. We don't get a ton of Hermes. It's true. And usually, I need more Hermes. usually when he's on screen, I like it. I yeah. like a lot of his jokes. And like, I want to, I want to see, like, I imagine sort of a weird spin-off where like all this stuff is exploding and things are going crazy and he's sitting at a desk doing like crazy bureaucracy and it would be the weirdest sort of conceptual show that ever yeah. existed. But I think, I think the right writers could do that. Uh, I think they could pull it's it off. It's
0: like it's like a uh, a concept that's even like on paper duller than The Office is, where right. they're selling paper.
1: So my other answer, Robot Devil. Oh, I bet he gets some cool stuff going on in his life. You could turn it into a whole musical thi- thing. It's like, true. Yeah, I know that's big now. Uh, Sarah's really into Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which has like a ton of music in well, it. I've been meaning to to watch that and. Um, So you could do that where like the robot devil just has a ton of music in his, um, in his show. And it's all about living life in robot hell in New Jersey. I like that. Maybe he gets uh, a cousin that moves in from a different robot hell and they have to live together or Mm -hmm. something like that. You that could be fun
0: times. I, I, I I like that. Um, Here's my thought. And this is less of a, I want to it's more of a parody spinoff that I can see happening, not happening. That's not the right word. I mean, I'd love to know more about some of the tertiary characters and what have you, but it would be really funny to me on a conceptual level if there was a parody of the show Cops that starred Earl and Schmitty. Okay, where they go around New New York.
1: They've they've actually done. I mean, this. yeah, they, they've had they've had that in an episode
0: make it a whole big thing okay that was a backdoor pilot
1: i i think that's a pretty good answer yeah so but of course it's Zoidberg. of course uh so we've got just one more question okay um from laura again okay she just wants to know what is the air velocity of an african swallow and of course the uh my answer to that is is it is it laden or unladen See we we can't answer these questions with the We need more variables, Laura. We need, we need more variables. Um so yeah, that's all the questions that we got. Um again, if you didn't get a chance to ask us a question, um uh sorry for sort of the the late um call for questions we didn't we honestly didn't know what we were going to do for this yeah. episode until yesterday when we um, when
0: we talked about it I was like i don't know do you know i don't know
1: so but thank you very much to the ones that uh we got pretty good questions yeah. in there and hopefully um, we
0: uh we answered some questions that you you weren't able to send if you wanted to send stuff mm-hmm. and, and hopefully and this in- was interesting at all yeah
1: hopefully uh and if you are uh former president barack obama uh if you want to be Friend of the podcast, just let us know. Uh we will need to take you know, there's an there's an application process.
0: Yes. We have to turn the key to say yes, you are. But and apparently you have to drive me home from work. I don't know. I don't know where we we're falling down there. If you're not former President Barack
1: Obama, uh we still want to hear from you. Uh so you can do that in a bunch of different ways. You can send us comments, questions uh whatever you know talk to us about futurama or the 1997 hit james cameron film titanic coming back around or uhf and make mike really happy Oh, uh, i will talk about uh, UHF for a while send us an email at back to the futurama podcast at gmail.com you can tweet at us at back to futurama you can find us on facebook at facebook.com back to futurama
0: we are on spotify and apple podcasts so find us there review us rate subscribe and let's all get chauffeured by Former President Barack Obama together.
1: That's going to be a big limo.
0: It's a big... It's a big limo.
1: But uh, you know what? Like, he's driving the party bus. The, the Futurama exactly. party bus. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by former President Barack <laughs> Obama and Back to the Futurama. Yeah.
0: It's a... Uh, wait. It, back it's to an the interesting Futurama, retirement
1: clan. Back to the Futurama presents Barack Obama's... Wait. Back to the Futurama presents former President <laughs> barack obama's futurama party bus ride the walrus
0: (laughs) yes everything about that is wonderful anyways
1: yeah feel free to to
0: do all that to do all that That let's all
1: join the let's get
0: on the party bus that was the the contact info we were teasing in your first act
1: we will be back next week uh, as we venture into season seven the last season oh no of Futurama. and uh to play us out we've got uh it, it it's uh, on our FAQ on our website back to the Futurama.net, but we've never actually said it on the show the outro music is uh it's called rush bubble it's by machinima sound uh that's uh machinima sound.com m a i'll put it in the show notes it's also on back to the it's also on back to the uh uh, yeah, it's a if if you're gonna do a podcast and looking for some good chip tune sort of stuff, um, we we bought a license to use it for a mere eight bucks. So I definitely recommend checking them out. Their music is also free to just listen to. So if you like that jam um, jam out to it, on, yeah, while you, on the party bus,
0: you can listen to Rush Bubble and just be like, oh man, it's almost like a, an episode of Back to the Future. is about to start. Um,
1: so yeah, to play us out, uh, it's machinima sounds rush bubble and until next time i'm ben and i'm mike
0: goodbye from the world of tomorrow